Hi, and welcome back to the Stuff I Like podcast with me, Sherry. So I was thinking a lot about gendered roles for children as they're growing up. The only reason why I'm talking about this again, okay, is because we're so conditioned to think of certain things as girl things and certain things as boy things. And I am not immune to this. I can tell you that when I was growing up, all I saw that was pink and princessy and whatever else, those were things for girls. And anything with trucks and trains and so on, those were for boys. And for me, that was fine because I was a cisgender girl and I liked princesses and horses and ponies and unicorns and purple and pink and and Lisa, Lisa Frank <laughs> and all those things. So for me, it was fine. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a girl. I like those things. That, that tracks. But I never had the feeling that I had to consider that even boys could like those sorts of things. So I'm fighting against my own ingrained bias of when I was growing up with these things in my head while I'm parenting a boy. So as a parent of a son, I'm extremely conscious now of, okay, let's make sure I don't put gendered roles on him because whatever he likes to do, I don't want to tell him he can't do it because that's for girls or that's for boys. And for the first, I would say nine years of his life, all of this was perfectly fine. I mean, for instance, when he was a little baby, a toddler with diapers, we bought him pink sneakers only because they were on sale. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They were the cheapest sneakers on sale for the kind that we liked with a little Velcro strap. So they're easy to take on and off without having to tie a shoelace. And he wore those little pink sneakers everywhere. And actually, when I asked my partner when he brought them home, he said, oh, I gave him the choice between these blue sneakers and these pink ones. And he went immediately for the pink ones. So those are the ones that he, he liked. And those are the ones that we got. I said, oh, okay. So it's just two colors that were quote unquote, not popular, like blue or red or black or white. And he actually chose himself out of the two colors, the pink ones. He walked everywhere in those pink sneakers and everybody loved them, especially mothers. They would stop and say to him, I love your pink sneakers. Even if he didn't understand what they were saying, they would say, I really love your pink sneakers. They look great on you. There was only one instance on the playground and little bun, baby bun at the time, didn't even understand what was going on. An older child, a couple years older than him said, oh, look at you in your pink sneakers in such a condescending way that I understood it was meant to be an insult if you had listened to his tone of voice. And I said, oh yeah, and what's wrong with wearing pink sneakers? And the kid was like, oh, and he kind of just backed off and he didn't say anything more and he kind of just ran away. But my point is more that I was defensive on behalf of Baby Bun. Baby Bun didn't even know what was going on. He was just like, la, 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 la. Okay, are you talking to me? I didn't even know you were talking to me. <laughs> so he, he just went on in his own way. But I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to happen a lot more as he gets older. And sure enough, he started school this year at the age of nine. And we were talking about what color of umbrellas we should buy so that he should have one in case it rains or even when it snows. It's quite handy having an umbrella when it snows. You don't get it on your hat and that sort of thing, especially if you're walking to school and back or coming back and forth, right? And there were a whole bunch of different choices and there was a pink one. And I said, well, I wouldn't mind the pink one. It's just that it's, it's aggressively pink, you know, Pepto-Bismol Barbie pink. And there was another one that was yellow. And again, the pink one was like $60 or what ridiculous prices they had for umbrellas online. And the yellow one was maybe $30. And my partner was saying, oh, why don't we get the gray ones for him? I said, gray, gray is just so depressing. I don't know. I just feel like if a kid carries a gray umbrella, I'm already immediately sad. You know what I mean? 
And little bun said to me, well, I don't really want gray. He says, I don't want gray because I don't like it. And my partner said, well, he can't bring a yellow umbrella to school. I mean, yellow would be the best color. It's just that I feel like he would get teased for it. And then we stopped. The conversation stopped. And I said, I don't think he's going to get teased for yellow. Lots of kids like yellow. Yellow is a very neutral color. Not that we should even be discussing what a gender neutral color should be that he can or cannot take to school. If he wants to take pink, he should be able to take pink or red or any other color that's super bright so that he can see, oh, that's my umbrella and to, to bring it to himself, right? And Little Bun pipes up, well, he says, I don't think I'd be teased if it was yellow. He says, I think I'd be teased if it was pink, right? And that's when I thought, oh no, it started assigning colors and genders to colors. This is what I've been trying to avoid my whole life. And although he has outgrown liking magenta pink, his new favorite color now is purple with gold because <laughs> you're going to love this. It's the color of royalty. So that's the reason why he's chosen purple and gold as his favorite colors. Also, I happen to really like gold. So I'm pretty sure I have a pretty strong influence on him in that regard. But now I don't think that he would choose his favorite colors pink anymore, even though he really liked it when he was younger, because I feel like he's being quote unquote educated or schooled, so to speak, on what colors are appropriate for which genders, which I really don't like. But I suppose that's life and he has to learn the social cues of what's gendering in terms of colors. And that's honestly a very mild, minute point to be discussing about genders, because if you take it farther and you think about girls and the way that they've been told that girls don't play with STEM items, you know, science, tech, engineering, math, girls are not good at math. Girls are not good at science. Girls can't be scientists. Girls can't be engineers. Girls can't be doctors. You know, all those kinds of narratives, they're everywhere. Like if you straight up went to a kid's store and you took a look at their clothing options in terms of having sections for boys and for girls, the boy's shirt will say future NASA astronaut, future doctor, future CEO, right? On the girl's side, you're going to see future princess, future mother, or I don't know, some random future unicorn, okay? It's never going to be future CEO. It's never going to be future NASA, future scientist, future curer of cancer, right? And honestly, for me, that's the saddest thing ever because if you're not showing them that even the clothing choices that are available for them in their section are inclusive of different things that they could be when they grow up, they're not thinking of it as being a thing. Now, I'm not saying to force every girl to think that she has to be as future scientist or a future engineer, but it's always stuff like future artist, future, you know, stuff that, stuff that isn't inclusive of every single subject or every single vocation that's out there. And that goes for boys as well. Boys don't have shirts that say future artist, future dreamer, okay? They don't have such shirts. Their stuff is very typically masculine, very typically male in terms of stereotypical gendered roles, future CEO, right? Future businessmen. And if you even think about the way roles are named in society, okay? Firefighter is a term that we now use, but it used to be fireman. And people would say, well, it's mostly men. That's why. Yeah. But what about the women in there? We should be calling them fire women or just to be inclusive firefighters because maybe little girls want to grow up to be firefighters. Who knows? 
Another more toxic example would be airmen. So the military people who fly those planes. Airmen, A-I-R-M-E-N, refers to men and women who fly those planes. And if you're a woman and you say, well, airmen is not very inclusive of me as a woman who is somebody who is flying the plane, they would say, oh, get over yourself. That's just a title. It doesn't mean anything. And that's just the way that it was from before. Well, if you called a male airman a male airwoman, would he not feel something? <laughs> right? So why would you need to even say female airmen? You know, you'd have to say it because you have to specify this airman is not a man, it's a woman. So why can't we come up with a different term for these people? Pilots, let's say, or fighter pilots, or I don't know, military pilots, milpits. I don't, I don't know. And it's like that everywhere. I mean, even a generic term like consultant. If you say consultant, most people immediately think of a man. If you say doctor, most people think immediately of a man. And you know why? Because we've been brought up with these gendered biases in everything we have read as children up until now. And trying to fight against that is very difficult. And I know because I struggle with it. When you say consultant, most people think a male consultant. They don't think female. And if you say female consultant, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 a woman. But why do I even have to mention gender to begin with? Why do I have to say consultant, female consultant? Why can't it be consultant as a person in general? And then you say he or she. And that is something I'm working very hard to do is whenever I mention a role, whatever it is, mechanic, anything that's very stereotypically female or male in those cisgender roles, I try and say he or she afterwards because I have to correct myself each time I do it. It's very difficult. And it takes conscious correction to help wean yourself off those stereotypical biases that you've grown up with your entire life. And if you want to read more about this, one of the very best books I've ever read on this topic is Invisible Women, A Data Bias in a World Designed for Men. And it's written by Carolyn Criado Perez. And I honestly, after reading that a couple few chapters of the book, I was livid. So this is not for the faint of heart. This is when you want to actually learn about how much the world is designed around men and the idea that women are just smaller forms of men. And it's actually having implications on our health because in healthcare, they only take men for studies. They don't take women because women, quote unquote, skew the results because we have different ways of reacting to the product. So if a product doesn't work for a man, they don't bother trialing it on women. Because for them, it's like, oh, well, it doesn't work on a man, which is the perfect epitome of a human person. So I guess it's just not going to work on a woman. But they have a couple of examples in that book that I just mentioned, Invisible Women, where a drug worked perfectly for women and it didn't work for men. But it never went to market because it didn't work for men. I mean, how truly effed up is that? I mean, I just, I read that and I had to put the book down and take a breather because can you imagine all of the medical advancements that have been done that may have been scrapped because they didn't work for a guy and they would work perfectly for women or they had side effects for men that they didn't want to risk. Why don't you just say it's a drug only for women? What's wrong with that? They have drugs only for men. Why can't we have the same thing for women? Anyway, if you want to read that book, highly recommended. Again, it's Invisible Women. I will put it in the podcast notes if I remember. If not, you can just ask me. <laughs> I will tell you. That and Fair Play. Those are the two best books I've ever read 
on trying to understand why it's so unequal for women in this male world. And that's all I had for today. So I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.